Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Sherry is going to be coming on in just a second, second, talking about these transformational destination retreats. I loved our pre-interview call and just this woman's energy, uh, her wisdom and experience with travel. Transformational travel is off the charts. You definitely want to stay tuned to this interview. It's going to blow your mind. Before we dive into it, I want to talk to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. So I acknowledge you for showing up today, for listening to this interview, for choosing to take the next steps and grow yourself. And you know, take the leap into whatever that next phase of life is for you. And if it's retreats, this is exactly where you're supposed to be. So stay tuned. And however I can support you in taking your next big leap, let's explore that. If it's coming on the 12-hour marathon, doing an interview, coming to our Flow and Fire retreat, going to one of Sherry's retreats coming up, my gosh, just take that next leap and keep being your greatest possible self. Thanks so much for being here. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week, it's Jen Hudgens, who says, love this podcast. This podcast is is so motivating. I love the caliber of guests and the energy. Chris brings the Chris brings to the show each and every time. Yes, I do bring the energy. It is a lot of fun, definitely. And thanks so much, Jim. If you want to give us a review, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the iTunes store and you can find it like that. And uh, let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can even improve the show for you. Okay. So I'm going to introduce Sherry in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen. She is full of wisdom. Everything I talked to her about in the pre-interview is like, man, I should be writing this down. It's like really tactical, practical things that you can apply right away. So get a pen and paper ready and stick around all the way through to the end because one of these ideas has the power to change everything at your next retreat and really serving your clients and the people that you love at an even deeper level. So don't miss it. Stick around. Let's introduce Dr. Sherry Rosenthal, who is a business coach international retreat leader and author. She's a former podiatric surgeon, and she left behind a successful practice, a surgical residency program, which she personally designed and directed, and a couple of husbands, to find her life's calling. She spent eight years traveling, meditating, and studying ancient traditions of spiritual evolution, writing three books on personal growth and consciousness. And today, Sherry is known as one of the most sought-after retreat strategists for coaches, speakers, and authors, and is the owner of Journeys of the Spirit Travel, a boutique agency specializing in the planning and management of retreats and bespoke travel. Through her wanderlust entrepreneur community and her signature course, the Retreat Blueprint Program, she has taught thousands of facilitators how to design exceptional experiential retreats that allow them to stand out in their niche or niche, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> she loves helping clients plan, fill, and profit from transformational retreats that change lives in a huge way while adding serious income to their bottom line. My gosh, who wouldn't want that experience in their own life? And we are blessed to have Dr. Sherry Rosenthal with us today. Sherry, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? 
Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, <laughs> of course. Let's have fun, Chris. We're let's doing answer it. questions. We're let's doing do it. it. We're doing it. Okay, let's so do let's it. dive in. The first question is transformational travel, Sherry. What does mm-hmm. that mean to you? Okay, well, for me, it's any opportunity to make a change in your life. It could be personally, it could be business. Usually mm. it's both because yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. very hard to separate the two. Yeah. always feel like my business is, is a major part of my spiritual evolution. Definitely. So it's, it's really having the time in our lives, a nice container, a safe container to be able to go inside and make those changes that we desire in our life. So for me, that's transformational travel. And I, I do really feel that um, getting people out of their comfort zone, going to a different location, different culture, different food, different environment, really, you know, gets things going inside of us and reveals things that maybe we wouldn't see in the container of our own home and life. Yeah. Like shake, shakes up our, our energy shakes up like what is true and how we are. So we can be so like just in a groove in life. And so to be kind of derailed in an empowering way to have that safe space where we can kind of just let it all like kind of unfold perfectly. Uh, it's yeah. it's such a blessing. I'm sure you've seen that time and time again with your own retreats and and teaching your your retreat hosts, authors, speakers to to put these on. It's got to be the biggest blessing to see that happen. Oh my God! I mean, yeah. And if you are running those types of events, just watching people's faces change, it's mm. it's like nothing makes you happier. <laughs> Wow, I love it. And and what what a better place? Like, is there any better place to do it than in person at a destination location? It's like, yes, we got Zoom. Yes, we got online coaching. We got webinars. We got Facebook Live. But in my opinion, I'm sure you'd say the same. Nothing beats that in person retreat experience. You you cannot substitute a hug, Chris. Um, I don't care how good your internet connection is. <laughs> Nothing like a warm and fuzzy hug. And just to hold people, you know, when they're going through something, there's nothing like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So powerful, Sherry. So tell us a little bit more about how you're serving your clients with the retreat blueprint and everything you got going on today, just in your, in your own words. What are you up to? What are you creating? Well, basically, Chris, you know, we have a, a kind of interesting model for a business. So we teach four courses, two retreat courses, two business building courses mm-hmm. for our retreat leaders so that they can actually fill their retreats. And we're a full service travel company. Mm-hmm. We are a tour operator and a travel agency. So we've been actually supporting retreat leaders since 2003, just through the planning and management of retreats. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we have a lot of experience in it. And I started out with Don Miguel Ruiz running his retreats back in 2000. So, yeah, there's a long history. And uh, we bring that forth in in our programs and um, events. So beautiful. You you have so much to offer and really contribute to uh, retreat hosts who want to take their experience to the next level and, you know, create those profitable, like successful, impactful retreats, you know, so, so desirable these days, because there's a lot of people who are just not feeling fulfilled with just an online business. And you're, you're giving them a whole nother, you know, avenue to, to impact people. 
Exactly. And people learn in different ways. You know that, yep. Chris. Yep. So some are more auditory and visual and some are more kinesthetic and or a combination. And so I think when we combine the in-person, very deep work with the online programs and mm-hmm. live events, we have like a, a nice suite of offerings for our clients to help them in the most powerful ways. Yeah, so beautiful. So Sherry, we're going to go back into your journey and talk about, sure. uh, you know, especially in podiatric surgery. How did you get into that? And then tell us about the transition out of that. Okay, well, uh, basically, my stepdad's a podiatrist, and my mom and him wanted me to go into medicine. I actually wanted to go into architecture and design, believe it or not. I'm very artistic. But uh, back then, I obeyed my parents. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was a good Jewish girl, and I did what they said. And then after 18 years of that, I was like, I was done, done. And I had been, as you said earlier, I was running a surgical residency program that I created. Mm -hmm. And I taught surgery for years. And, you know, I was really involved in my profession. I was president of... um, my organization here of all men, basically, Uh, that was fun. And uh, then I just, I don't know, I just wasn't happy in my life. I was making good money, had a great place to live, had tons of friends. And I I just, um, I don't know, I just, that I was done. Like after two marriages, I was dating someone, it wasn't going well. And I said, something is not right. And so I sold everything. I didn't even know what I was going to do. I hadn't even found Don Miguel Ruiz yet. I just sold everything. And the practice sold immediately. So I took that to be a sign because normally that doesn't happen. And um, then I saw a book about him. Mm. I contacted him. And I'd always been a fan of Carlos Castaneda back in college. And uh, I, I signed up for a retreat. Never had gone on one. You know, just signed up, went, and as soon as I got there, I thought I made a mistake. It's like all these people are sitting around Miguel. I'm, I'm like, oh my god, all these California people are sitting at his feet. I'm like, oh my god, I'm a New Yorker. We don't do that. But he, he so must have seen my face like in the face of horror, and he went like this and gave me a hug and welcomed me, and I stayed. By the end of that retreat, I realized what my problem was in life, and it was nothing external to me, not the husbands, not my family, not anything. It was me, you know, what I believed and what I thought about the world. And that first retreat was so life-changing for me, so transformational that it just got me hooked. And then actually, uh, Miguel needed a new uh, business manager. And so I took over his business for two years, ran all his retreats and all his live events. And so I learned a lot. And then in 2003, after his heart attack, I opened my own travel agency and I started teaching the four agreements. And I did that for like 10 years. And then I wanted to do something different. And I realized that I had so much knowledge about retreats Mm -hmm. and we had been working with so many clients through our travel agency. I realized I can help our retreat leaders do something 
really cream of the crop and different and make sure that their retreats fill and sell out. Mm. And so that's when I created the first program, the Retreat Blueprint, back in 2014. And mm. and we've been growing like mad ever since. And we love our community. My community is crazy amazing. The people who run retreats, they're so they so want to help Chris, you know, they're, they're such helpopreneurs and it just, I can't think of anything more fun than to help them, you know, get their message out and help people, which the world is so crazy. Now we so needed even more than when I first started back in like 1998, you know, this is so powerful. I'm curious when you were at the beginning of your retreat, Uh, hosting and facilitating journey? What were some challenges that you experienced and how did you grow through those? Well, I made a little mistake when I was first starting, you know, like Miguel's retreats filled immediately, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, oh, you do retreats, they fill right away, right? (laughs) Oh, and I I mean, yeah, if you're a New York Times bestselling author, yeah, yeah, your retreats fill right away. So I... (laughs) It's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> so I, I realized I needed to understand and learn how to build my tribe mm. and to fill my retreats with tribe members yeah. who who understand my material, who know me, who resonate with what I'm sharing, mm. so that they're the right people for that intimate experience. So mm. that started me off in evaluating you know, how do you do this correctly? Because when I was running Miguel's retreats, I didn't have to think about that. Right. But then running my own, I was like, oh, this is interesting. How do you fill retreats? How how do you structure a retreat mm. that that makes it so that it's not a workshop in a pretty place? Mm. I never really broke down how Don Miguel put together his retreats and why they were so transformational. And most people actually formulate their retreats as a workshop in a pretty place. Mm -hmm. And they're not as transformational because of that. I mean, he really was amazing. No one puts together experience like he does. It's quite remarkable. And so I realized I had so much information. I just needed to pull it all together into a system Mm -hmm. so that it can be shared and understood more clearly. And as a having that physician brain is just saying to myself, okay, that I need to systematize this and pull this together and really understand what are the makings of a good retreat and how do you do them legally Mm. and, and how do you do them properly? Because that's a really important aspect that most retreat leaders don't think about at all because they're so busy helping people. They don't think of what's behind it all. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll dive into that, uh, especially because I know that that's, that's a, yeah. a big part of what m- we might not know, you know, and that's, that's yeah. an aspect of really getting to be a bigger level kind of uh, entrepreneur and business and organization. You, you really have to start being careful of how we're, we're managing and creating something like that. So, you know, I know that's, that's going to be super important. I want to go back to that distinction between a workshop in a pretty place and okay. a you know transformational retreat. How mm-hmm. how would we know which one we're doing? Well, for example, if you're pulling together your retreat and you're thinking about it in terms of I'm going to deliver a certain material mm-hmm. in today and and then we're going to do activities later. The activities are not 
thought out to be in alignment with what you're teaching. In essence, you want to create something experiential. And in the travel business right now, transformational travel, experiential travel, and wellness travel, that niche is the fastest growing sector of travel right now. People do not just want to look at something. They don't want to just hear something. And they are tired of being like, I mean, live events are cool, but people are getting tired of being in a room Cooped from up. 9 a.m. to a, five. in a hotel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So here's the thing. This is with the magic that Don Miguel used to do. He would teach out on the land, mm. and he'd make sure that the location had a mythology that matched what the theme of his retreat was. And in his head... He's taking people from point A to point B through a a transformational process using the land. So if you can do this, match your location with what you're teaching and the activities, that's the trifecta. Mm -hmm. And that is what most retreat leaders do not do. Yeah, You'll okay. see like a, a, um, a retreat where they'll, they'll teach in the morning and then they have fun in the afternoon. You, you're, you're actually losing 50% of the transformation that you could be offering. Yeah. So it's like whatever the, the principle is, I mean, every retreat is going to be different. There's going to be different, you know, concepts and things like that. But let's, let's go, you know, ours is like flow and fire. So we have the flow. So we would teach something about flow, letting go. We would take people to like a waterfall or a river or something like that with water that, and then like link up that lesson with nature, with the elements, with a physical uh, yeah. representation of that and fire. If it's like, you know, to own your power, to cultivate that that you know that drive that spark that that presence then we would like have a fire do a bonfire or something like that and study and see what what comes up what what we draw out of our soul so those are just some examples but i'm sure working with you sherry people would be able to say hey here's what i intend to achieve and accomplish in this retreat in this experience by the end of this here are the the milestones i think we need to accomplish then you'd be able to say hey well here are some different you know types of elements and uh, uh, situations, excursions, things like that, that would be able to facilitate that even deeper. Yeah, I'll give you an example sure. because examples are make things clear. So for example, I had a retreat for a mindset for entrepreneurs, our entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. And so um, we went to Teotihuacan, uh-huh. Mexico, where you have the pyramid of the sun and the moon. The mythology of that place is that the avenue of the dead runs from one end of the complex, the pyramid complex to the other, and that it represents the double-headed snake, Quetzalcoatl. And Mm. so you enter at the first um, plaza of Quetzalcoatl, and you go down the Avenue of the Dead, and you end up at the Pyramid of the Sun at the end of that journey. And every day, we move down the avenue of the dead through each of the different plazas, which represents a different aspect. And so the snake is eating what no longer serves you. It's dissolving what is non-truth wow. in you until when you get to the pyramid of the sun on the last day for the ceremony up there, you become light merging with light, you know, what you truly are. So that is an example of using the mythology so of deep. the land 
And that I'm just glossing over this fast because I know we don't have a lot of time, but that's what I mean by using mythology. And there are mythologies everywhere. So like you could even take what you said earlier, even beyond that, like, for example, the temples in Bali that have specific, like the one with the water, but there's certain mythologies that actually have lessons tied in with them. And when you really start researching the mythologies, and it doesn't matter, that was a business retreat, but personal growth in, in business so it, you know, people might say, well, you can only really do something like that for a spiritual retreat. No, I have seen all kinds of crazy retreats. Like, let's say, Chris, you wanted to do something on essential oils. Would you rather be on a beach learning about essential oils or would you rather be in Oregon for the peppermint harvest and actually help harvest and then watch the distillery and how it turns tons of plant mass into a tiny bottle of oil would that not you sold me you sold me sherry <laughs> all right i thought so all right now we, now you understand where yes. i'm coming from wow and wow. that's so what it's just like don't think of. a concept that's like so big already there's already you know cultural mythological energy and momentum some higher level of of consciousness yes. and story behind it that you can ride the wave of Exactly. You wow. got it. Wow. This is so, so great. So I love how you also blend the, you know, energetic kind of spiritual aspects of it. Like what's, what's the lesson? What's the conscious journey the, the, you know, attendees get to go through as well as the structure of the, of the retreat of the transformational travel experience. So I want to get to the structure and talk about that more. Um, you know, what is it that you say makes a successful retreat? Like once people are there, uh, in addition to, you know, the blending the curriculum with the excursions or anything else that really comes to mind for you? Well, I mean, there are some aspects of facilitation that's really important too, but it's understanding that you're creating a container. You need to have rules for your retreat. And so people understand, especially if you're doing a retreat where there's a lot of process work, there needs to be rules for people to move through so that the energy doesn't get messed up in the group. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes you have like a Debbie Downer or a Nasty Nancy mm -hmm. or, you know, like different things like that. So the facilitation part of it is important and um, just keeping cognizant of the flow of the day, understanding like a lot of times people will put way too much in their retreat because they're thinking of a live event where you're cramming in tons of information in three days. Well, you don't want to do that in a retreat because you want to leave an open door at the end for people to continue to work with you, right? You'd want to have an offer at the end so that they can continue the transformational process. You don't want to close the door and say, my retreat, this is the end. It's A to B and you're done because you're not really, not with transformational work and you are really doing a disservice to your people and abandoning them when you cram everything together and then don't do anything afterwards because there's no further support when they're back in their same old situation again, no matter what you're teaching. Right. So I think that those aspects when you're actually in the retreat creation 
process are important to think about. Yeah, yeah. So that's I, I think that's what a lot of people want to know is like, hey, if I wanted to do this, what what do I need to pay attention to to make it successful? Not only at the retreat, but also before. And I know that's something that you you specialize in as well. Like, how do you mm-hmm. prepare for a retreat and plan and you know sell out an epic retreat? Exactly. Exactly. There's so much that goes into it. And retreats are unique. A lot of times we want to lump like workshops and live events and retreats together because of course they're thing they're events in general and you have to sell them out. Except they're totally different in the way you would structure them. Like for me, if I'm doing a live event, I want to be in near a, an airport that everyone flies into. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. And yeah. um, I'm thinking convenience, yeah. not transformational thematic area with activities Mm -hmm. and I think you need to step away from that and think experiential 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 how can I take what I would normally teach in a workshop or live event and actually turn it into something that they're going to get the same result from without this all day long that's the trick it's gold it's gold i i think it's contrary to what people are are thinking and seeing today as how do i how do i transform someone well i'm there being the coach being the expert kind of it's almost like you know they might feel like I have, to, I have to pound it into them to create this transformation, right? And workshop, we got to get it all accomplished. We got to get through all the exercises. And it's like, if you take someone to, like you said, that mythological place where they can tap into that and just create this, this transformation, then that's what's really going to make the biggest difference. So in planning an event, having that in mind first uh, around anything to choose the destination, to choose the location, to choose how do I actually make this happen given the environment and the culture and what I'm out to accomplish? Exactly, Chris. I mean, if you want to go on a cruise or you want to go to the beach, do it on your own time. Mm. Don't do it. Don't pick your location because it's where you want to go. Mm. Pick your location because your retreat needs you to go there to teach that material. That's a totally different thing. I get people that go, oh, I want to do my retreat on a cruise. And I come back and go, why? Why would you ever have your retreat in a mega city where people are drinking and kids are partying (laughs) and the activities have nothing to do with what you're teaching? What are you thinking? And I know people have had successful retreats on cruises, but I've been doing this a long time. And I'm telling you, when you pick a, a location for your retreat, because that's where you want to go, you're making a mistake. Yeah. That's, that's valuable. I think that that could be why a lot of people start the, the desire to even do a retreat. It's like, hey, you know, I want to serve people and I want to go experience the world. And so it's like really to put serving people and the transformation and how to facilitate yes. that in the best way first and then say, Hey, if if I want to go to, you know, wherever, then I can do that on my own time. But this is like something that is a special sacred, you know, commitment with these people to provide a transformation. Correct. Hmm. This is, this is great, Sherry. So I want to talk about, um, you know, really the the legal side, because I know we talked about that and making sure we're compliant. Mm -hmm. Where do people usually go wrong when hosting retreats and make mistakes? Well, they don't understand a couple of the basic things, Chris. When you 
do a retreat. Normally it's all inclusive, right? Because that's a selling point. We love when we don't have to spend an extra penny and we know everything's included. However, by law, when you combine room, food, activities, maybe pick up at the airport, that is considered selling travel. It has nothing to do with an airplane. I get this all the time. Oh, I'm not booking flights. Forget that. Pretend you know nothing about that. Selling travel is about batching those things together. And when you create an all-inclusive experience, technically, in many places, it is considered selling travel. So if you're running a retreat in a place that has strict seller of travel law, you are breaking the law. So in the United States, there are five states that have very strict seller of travel law. And in Canada, Ontario, Tico is the worst. They'll actually shut you down. If I was a retreat leader in Canada, I would be running my retreat through a travel agent that's set up to do that. Like my travel agency is set up to do that. So we take the money, not the retreat leader. They cannot accept money for selling travel. They cannot sell travel, but I, as a travel company, can sell, can collect the money and pay my retreat leader as the the leader of the trip, like the guide. Yeah. So I can do that. And then they're covered under my insurance. But um, most people don't understand seller of travel law. They have it in Australia. They have it all over the world. So you really need to understand seller of travel law. And it, it's not about where you're going to. It's seller of travel law in your country, in your state where you're doing business. Wow. Mm-hmm. So for example, my corporation is Florida-based. That's one of the five states. That's why in 2003, I got my seller of travel license. I wasn't planning on doing anything for anybody. I just got my seller of travel for me mm-hmm. to be legal. Yeah. And then people started asking me to help them. And so, that's how. So you you have like the legal means, so to speak, to for everyone who wants to do these things to say, hey, if you want to do it, then you might as well do it through me. Because if you don't, then chances are you're doing something that is not compliant and that could, you know, and real not good so fast. <laughs> yeah. So you have to really be careful. So that's one aspect, okay. seller travel law. The second aspect is legal forms. Okay. Now, we're a little Sue happy in the US. It's different in Canada and the UK. They're less so. Mm-hmm. However, you don't want to be sued for the things that could happen on a retreat. And God bless most people. They do a retreat or two. They have a wonderful time. But because I've been in the business since 2000, mm-hmm. I have seen things go wrong that would curl your hair and you don't even have hair right now, Chris. (laughs) I have seen, you know, abductions, rape, um, hospitalizations, broken bones, all different things. You need legal forms, not waivers, not waivers. Mm. And and I'm not saying this because I'm, look, I'm a real spiritual person. I'm all positive, Mm. but at the same time, I'm a business person and having been a physician, I understand about I had malpractice and 
you should have professional and general liability insurance as a coach mm. and you need to retreat insurance. Mm. So, you know, because normally that isn't going to cover you if you go out of the country. So this, these are important things. It's the legal forms, it's, you know, and the insurance. So there's three things, understanding seller travel, mm -hmm. understanding having really good legal forms to protect yourself, mm -hmm. and also um, making sure you have insurance. Yeah. This is this is really important, and I'm curious. I'm sure there's people out there who may have heard, uh, uh, you know, from through the through the grapevine about these things before, and they might go out and try to, you know, look it up themselves and figure it out themselves. What are some, you know, pitfalls to potentially doing that rather than going through someone who can like guide them and and has the experience? It's hard. When I started this uh, Wanderlust Entrepreneur in 2014, you actually could get retreat insurance. Mm. Now I'm finding people are having a really hard time because really retreat insurance should only be sold to a seller of travel. Mm. So that's what's making the mess up right now. So you can get event insurance. Mm. However, event insurance, they may not cover you out of the your country and event insurance is just general liability insurance. Mm -hmm. But really what you want on your retreat is E and O mm -hmm. errors and omissions, mm -hmm. which is a professional liability insurance for retreats, not just general liability insurance. This is the problem. Mm -hmm. So when you're teaching, you always need, professional and general liability. But then on your retreat, if you just take general liability, if someone sued you for something that happened on a retreat, like let's say you broke your leg and someone sues you, mm -hmm. what is actually, what, which insurance would cover you? Right. Or what if you gave advice to somebody and then they came home and said it, it broke up their marriage and it's your fault. Mm. So that part, the first part might be general liability. The second one with the advice would be professional liability. But if you're out of the country now, you're not covered by your professional liability insurance. And if you have event insurance, it has no E&O insurance. It has no uh, professional component. It's only general liability, like if someone fell and hurt themselves. So these are the issues that happen. And so that is, that is an important thing for me. Like I'm really neurotic about it. Like I said, and because of being a physician. Yeah. And so that was the first thing that went through my head. And yeah. then I realized other people don't think like me. Nope. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but it's, it's okay. It's good. it's good because, because they don't, you get to be there to make sure that they don't get themselves yeah. into some seriously hot soup, you know, like that's, that's yeah. so valuable for like, especially younger entrepreneurs, people who are, you know, getting success in business. And they're like this whole new world that they never even knew about, but because you have experience and extensive yeah. track record of doing it, like you're able to guide these retreat hosts to make sure that all the bases are covered. Yeah. That's what we want to do because I, there our community safety is really important to me. Mm. So, um, 
I, I want to make sure at least I've educated them. And then whatever they do from there is their business, yeah. you know, but at least I've explained the situation and then they can take action from there or whatever it is. Well, it kind of goes hand in hand with the container wisdom that you shared earlier, right? To, to be able to have that sacred, safe container, not only for the attendees, but also for the retreat for the business, right? right? Like it, it has to have a solid foundation to be the best retreat possible and to make sure that we're confident, make sure that, you know, we're protected and, and we can operate in our fullest extent and capacity without worrying that, you know, oh, there's that one thing that we skipped over, or skimped over or forgot about, like we, we got to cover the bases. When I'm working with someone deeply, I don't want to be thinking about insurance, Chris. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? It's like, that's not what I, I want to make sure that's all taken care of. Yeah. Now, some people have a corporate structure and that is helpful because a corporate structure is going to make one more wall against your assets if you ever were sued. Of course, it's, a, you know, different in every country. That's not my specialty. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an accountant, right, right. but I, I am incorporated myself. Um, I have a regular C corp and that's also part of the reason too. So I want to have as many walls as possible. And that way, when I get on a retreat, I am 100% present with my people and I'm having a good time and I don't need to worry about forms and laws and insurance and i don't want to think about that i just want to be there for my peeps yeah and that's that's so important i i love how you're you have the spiritual aspect right and and as well as the tactical strategic logical aspect and you know it's like worst case scenario are we are we covering the downside you know are we are we covering yeah. to make sure that that we can still keep operating as a business and serving people and to take you know a few extra steps or pay pay a couple of extra hundred or thousand dollars to make sure that all that stuff is in play in place my gosh like you, so worth it. Yes. <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> so yeah. worth it. Um, so this is this is great. Um, in terms of filling a retreat, what what wisdom uh, about you know marketing, promoting, inviting people? What do we need to know, Sherry? Okay. First of all, one thing I notice with my retreat leaders, again, they're usually the warm and fuzzy. So yeah. marketing is not their biggest, you know, strength. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Mm -hmm. The key from my perspective is like there's two phases of retreat filling. Phase one is building your list all year long. There needs to be a strategic plan, a promotional calendar that you are following for activities all year long to be growing your list. Mm. Because I am an advocate of your filling your retreat from your tribe, not strangers. Mm. I strongly strongly recommend not taking people who are not following you because they tend to be more of the problem children. So like all our events, pretty much we only average, it's an internal launch. Mm -hmm. It's only to our list because I want to work with people I've nurtured already. Mm -hmm. So this has to do with my list building all year long, growing my list, nurturing them. They get to know me. They get to know my team and all my coaches and they feel warm and held. And then whenever we launch a retreat or event, great. So phase one is always 
your list building all year long. Don't think about list building like three months before you're trying to fill your retreat. <laughs> this is not strategy. It's it's called helter skelter marketing. Mm. Or throwing spaghetti on the wall, as we might say. So we don't ever want to do that. We have to be strategic because mm. here's the thing, Chris. If if I have to cancel a retreat and it's disappointing for the couple of people that signed up, I I look at it as selfishness. Mm. This is something that Don Miguel taught us a long time ago. You know, if I'm holding myself back from marketing because I feel like I don't like it, I shouldn't be doing what I don't like. My job is to just be serving people. It's not in alignment with me. <laughs> yeah, it's not in alignment with what I want to do. Don't even come at me with that stuff because I will be right back in your face about selfishness. And here's the thing. If you do not learn marketing, you are preventing the people who spirit put you on earth to help. You cannot help them because they can't find you. That's your fault, not their fault. That's selfishness at the highest degree. You are required to learn marketing. Mm. If you're online and you want to get your stuff out there, you need to learn marketing. No excuse. Don't tell me it doesn't resonate with you. You're not good at it. I'm a doctor. I worked on feet. It's not my favorite thing either. I like working with people, not thinking about crafting webinars and funnels in Infusionsoft, okay? I, it's not my favorite thing, but I consider it the sacred duty mm. in my business to market, to learn it. And a lot of people go, oh, I'm too old. I'm over 60 years old. So I, if I can learn it, like I started this business at 57. I didn't know like most of this stuff. And I grew a seven-figure business in three years. If I can do it, you can do it. And it has nothing to do. People go, oh, you're a doctor. No. Believe me, <laughs> the doctor skills have nothing no. to do with online marketing, okay? Anyway, if a 20-year-old can do it, learn online marketing, and they didn't go to medical so don't tell me you can't do it. It doesn't resonate with you. It doesn't align with you. It's not what you want to do. I don't want to hear it. Mm. Your sacred duty is to make it so that the people you're meant to serve can find you. So that is important. That's why phase one, growing your list all year long. Phase two is retreat specific marketing. And that should begin from from before you even launch your sales page. Okay. So especially if you're doing international, you should be marketing six to 12 months before you retreat. And you should start with teasers, just like movies do. Before the movie even comes out, you already know the movie's co coming out and you're excited to go, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, it's done like you can't even, can't even buy your ticket yet, but like it's coming. <laughs> it's coming! <laughs> The next Harry Potter or the next Star Trek or the next whatever or Fast and Furious movie. It's yeah. coming. So you have to do the same. Yeah. Get people excited. And then when your page comes out, you're ready to go. A good early bird special is nice to entice people because you really want to hit your minimum way before your payment is due to the retreat center, hotel, or wherever you're staying. Mm -hmm. So these are some very important things that we teach. Um, in, in doing that, you, you don't want to give like a hundred dollar early bird special. No one cares about a hundred dollars. You need to like 
give a really good discount. And yeah. to do that, you need to know how to price properly. So mm. learning how to price properly for a retreat is actually a science. And we have actually a special uh, Excel form for that that calculates your retreat pricing multiple ways. And there's actually reasons for that. Um, so this is this is all key. And then of course you've got to get out there, whether you do Facebook lives, webinars, webinars should never be on the retreat itself, but mm. on the pain points you're solving on the retreat. Yep. And uh, so you can do webinars, you can do challenges, you could do all different things throughout your six months beforehand. And of course, have a nice email funnel that you've designed ahead of time. And it's always good to do it ahead or at least map out the topics of those emails so they're not repetitive ads, mm. but maybe each email is on a different pain point that is going to be solved on the retreat. Mm -hmm. So they're not so ad-like, but they're education-based marketing. So you're teaching to sell. So all of these things are good for phase two. This is so, so powerful. So the list building is the first phase. The second phase is actually marketing the retreat. And I know you mentioned earlier not to bring in people uh, who weren't already in your tribe, who weren't already, you know, following you, connected with you. What are your thoughts about um, like kind of a joint venture type of, uh, you know, email marketing when someone says, hey, I love Sherry. Like if I say, hey, I love Sherry, go check out her stuff and get to her retreat. If they came through me and they trusted me and then they find out about you, is that something that you recommend or uh, it depends? who who's... Depends on <laughs> if the lead is really aligned, yeah. you know, if it's a really warm lead. But that's why I like doing the list building all the time yeah. so that I have those people to market to. And then instead of doing like Facebook ads to call traffic, you can do retargeting ads to mm -hmm. your list, which I love retargeting ads. Yeah. This is great. There's, there's so much. Every day. There's, yes. there's so much. This is, uh, this is really great. And I'm sure people can hear about this stuff and they're like, where do I even begin? You know, there's like so much to, to get started with doing a retreat. So how would people, you know, take us through the process of putting on a retreat or going through one of your, um, you know, blueprints or just working with you? How, what does that look like? Well, the way that the course is structured is actually the way that you would go through planning your retreat, okay. right? So we always start out getting really clear with the avatar mm, or an ideal yep. client that's coming on that retreat. Because, you, you know, we have an ideal client in our business, but a retreat could be a specific theme. Like when I was teaching the four agreements, I might do one retreat on forgiveness and another one on, um, I don't know, uh, on having good relationships in your life. Mm. Both of them are related to the four agreements, but the two, two totally different um themes and a different sector of my main avatar. So to have the proper sales page text, you really need to understand the avatar that you, you know, the ideal client you want for that particular retreat and to be very clear on what their pain points are and what you're solving. So we have a process that takes people through there. And by the end of that, they have the text for their re retreat page Beautiful. Beautiful. for the sales page, you right. know, and then we teach them how to do a good sales page because mm -hmm. 
I have this thing. I call Retreat Pages boiled chicken because they're horrible and no one likes boiled chicken. <laughs> they're dreadful. I look at them and I don't know who the trip is for. I have no idea what I'm going to get out of it. I have no idea where I'm staying. I don't know what food I'm eating. I have no idea why I should come and I'm leaving your page right now. Thank you. So um, that's most retreat pages. So we teach copywriting in the course, in our courses, and how to do an effective retreat sales page. And then once you learn our system, you can deviate from it because now you've got the idea. So you don't have to continue to do exactly what we say, but uh, it's a good place to start. And then we teach proper pricing because once you have that all laid out based on your theme and the concept of that retreat, you know, we, t we teach about location, we teach about pricing, we teach about facilitating skills and the things that can happen on a retreat and what you need to do. Mm -hmm. you know, there, there can be, you know, situations, emergencies, things that happen. What's, what's mm -hmm. the protocol for being able to, to handle that and respond to that effectively? What do you do if you get sick? Mm. <laughs> What do you do if there's um, a, a political situation in the country you go to? Right. I mean, what if there's a tsunami? Mm. Like, what do you do with your people? So there's many, many things. And so we go over all those aspects. And of course, we go over the, all the legal aspects. And in our courses, our two retreat courses, we give legal forms. Mm. Of course, you should have your lawyer look at them. But my clients use them all over the world. They just take them in in 15 minutes. It's much cheaper than the several thousands of dollars that would cost you to make them from scratch. And I have them updated every couple of years and they're like death forms. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> my job is to protect myself. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if someone doesn't like the forms, then they shouldn't be on my trip. That's how I think about it yeah. because. They're going to be a problem child. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if they're not willing to say, I trust you completely, Dr. Sherry, uh, you know, like you, you got me, you got my back. I trust you. You know, if they are throwing up problems saying, oh, I don't know about this line, it's like, do I really want to go through this with you through the whole trip? <laughs> yeah. No, no, not really. No. <laughs> no. Well, I, I love that, um, you know, really the the tribe building, the list building, and adding value to those people is what will ensure that we have the right people with us so that they don't have a, yeah. a problem with that stuff. Because, you know, people naturally weed themselves out if they're not in alignment. If they're like, you know, I like this, but, you know, there's certain things I don't like about it. I'm going to go find my person. There's plenty of people, plenty of experts, plenty of teachers out there. They're going to go find their person. But for the people who are like truly in alignment with us, they invest in themselves and they're ready to invest at that deeper level too and, and retreat. Like that's a significant step, a significant leap, a significant saying of, I trust you to give me this experience, to give me this transformation. Then those are, those are going to be the right people. Exactly. And I have very definitive personality. I'm quite aware of that. And I want people to experience that first because I like from the bottom of my heart, I do not want someone to come on my retreat and then say, I don't enjoy Sherry's company. Yeah. Like I didn't realize you had that personality. But if you listen to me, you know, a few times and you get my emails, you get it, you yep. know, you get who I am and, and where I'm coming from. But I don't want someone who, who like, doesn't have that and the, and they're like 
oh no, I don't like your whole vibe. I don't like what you're saying. I don't agree with you, what you're saying. I don't need someone fighting me on a retreat. Right, Chris? This is, this is, uh, it's beautiful to know what we want and what we you know, don't want. As, as service providers, as business owners, we create our reality. We're, we're creating this container of this is our life, right? Our life is a container. And then our business fits within that. And then the retreat fits within that. And then, you know, it like compartmentalizes down. So to make sure that every container is successful, fulfilled, and feels great, like that's, that's our responsibility to create that. Right. And my my job is to educate people on all those aspects, yeah. right? The planning mm. and the profiting part mm. and the promotional part and the monetizing part. Because then again, as I mentioned earlier, you have to have a plan for what comes afterwards. So all of those things are covered in our courses so that people get the whole overview and they just need to keep taking the steps through those programs to complete all of those things. And if they do that, by the end, they'll know what their promotional plan is. They'll have something for after the retreat. They'll have the great sales page. They'll know exactly the perfect location. They'll have this, the text because they'll know their ideal client. Like all of that, all in alignment, they'll have that information. So, hmm. hey, you want to do a retreat? Okay, we have to start here. We have yep. to do this, 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 and then you'll have something great to sell, and now you'll know how to sell it. Yeah, it's a it's a system. Everything is a system. You know, you yeah. want a desired output, you know, healing or you know, transformation or whatever. Like, there's a system to be able to get to that. Yes. There's a set of processes, and uh, thankfully, you have the years of experience to guide people through that who who don't have the experience yet. And you know, that yeah. comes with time and getting more confidence around that. But you know, don't for someone listening right now, don't like don't put all the stress on yourself to figure everything out because that that'll like ruin your experience it'll ruin your ability to facilitate that that retreat and that transformation for someone if you're stressing out about everything so like don't do it all on your own no and you know chris this is really weird but we have tons of students in our program that have done like over 30 retreats i'm not kidding you but wow. they're looking to take their concept to the next level, like mm. to say, how can I make what I have even better? How can I make it sell out faster? How can I tweak my system? So we have brand new people who like are starting businesses and they know that they want to do retreats. And as they build their business, they want to incorporate the retreats in there. And then we have people that have been doing them who are very experienced, but they're looking for more uh, advanced strategies and tools and ways of like standing out in a major way. So we we have a combination of, of people that come and work with us. So it's not just newbies, but it's also really experienced retreat leaders, yeah, which and I, I love. I love too. that. I love that too, because I know you are living what you teach with this upcoming Vortex um, <laughs> event that you got in retreat you're putting on. Tell us more about that and what's special about that. Okay, so the vortex is a whole new thing for us. It's not really a retreat, okay. not by my definition, right, of a retreat, but it's sort of like this combo thing that we're doing. And it's um, it's May 2nd through the 7th of next year. And, and let's just say a live event got married to a retreat mm. and they had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a five-day 
thing that's sort of like a festival, but not. Wow. So it's it's a combo event. There's going to be ceremonies there and meditation. There's going to be art and creativity classes. There's going to be movement classes and yoga. We might have dance classes, but then there's going to be hardcore classes for your business, like mm. how to do a retreat and how to hack that wanderlust life. Cause like I travel and work overseas yeah. uh, several months a year. So we'll be talking about that. Megan, who runs the business with me, will be talking about um, using your intuitive powers to create, to craft your business in a, a more soul aligned way. I mean, there's all different classes and several will be going on at the same time. So rather than the typical live event, right, where you're in the same room the whole day, no, you get to choose. So you might do a class with me and then do a creativity class and then something with Megan and then something with somebody else because we're also inviting our community to put in an application to teach. Wow. So we're we're really vetting those classes very carefully yeah. from our community, and it's a way for them to put themselves out there, mm -hmm. but also teach things that we're not experts in. Mm. And we want this to be a really awesome community event. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be insane. And uh, I want to do this actually twice a year mm -hmm. and really grow the event to a mega event. But because there's multiple classes, each of those sessions will be smaller. So what, what need do you feel that this fills that, you know, a retreat or a workshop wasn't, wasn't hitting the mark on? Well, first of all, I can, my ass cannot sit in a chair that many hours. Okay, <laughs> just so that's a need. It's a need for me not to be like sitting or just teaching straight up all day because it just gives me a headache. Yep. And I know it gives other people a headache. And I want them to have like, I really want them to have a, a variety, like, to have more of an expanded experience. Of course, this is my business and I, I'm going to be teaching there, but it's not all about me really. Mm. It's more about wanderlust entrepreneur, about how, how do you wanderlust? Like what, what does that mean to you? Do you want to travel sometimes? Do you want to um, take your business totally online is part of it retreats is part of it workshops. I don't know, or live events. Like it's expanding the idea of what we want in our life with connection being the base because of, of other people who are doing something similar. And in that, like, Hey, I'm, I com I'm committed to freedom. I'm committed to self-actualization and having a lot of fun in the process. Yes, because there are digital nomad communities out there, but yeah. my people are not necessarily digital nomads. Right. They're wanderlust entrepreneurs. Mm. They own businesses and they may not want to travel all the time. They may come home and nest. Right. So or they may have kids. They may want to take their family. They might say, Sherry, how can I take my family for an entire summer overseas? And how can I work overseas and give my kids an experience they would never have? Okay. So this is the, the bigger, higher aesthetic that's over. It's not just retreats. Okay. Now it's much, much more than that. And it's about getting away from the computer and learning more experience. Experientially, and like I don't connect with people all day long. 
this is the way I'm connecting, yeah. like through the computer. And, and like I said, when we first started, there's nothing like a hug. And my whole team, are, we're all huggy. We want to hug and we want to make people feel like it's okay. They have a tribe and we love them. And we really want them to feel that. So we're doing it at a club med, brand spanking new. It's not even open yet. Wow. And so they're so going to have all fun activities on the water and the trapeze. You know how they have the circus thing in yep. club med? I don't know if you're familiar with that. So people can do that and they could uh, do paddle boarding in the crystal clear water. I mean, it's just going to be mega fun, mega learning. And, um, you know, I know there's some events out there that try to do that kind of thing, like Mind Valley has their awesomeness mm -hmm. fest and mm -hmm. stuff like this. But we want to really combine more of the spiritual into it, mm -hmm. too. You know, because we, my whole team, we're all four agreements people, so yeah. we want to have fun and and tie that in. Because as I said earlier, I believe your business is part of your spiritual path and everything that you have inside that's unresolved is going to come up in your business. So this is all part of it, all part of it, you know? So, so great. This is, this is great, Shree. This is awesome. Awesome. So Thanks, they, Chris. they can find it at www.wanderlustentrepreneur.com. And then I, I saw the forward slash vortex dash Caribbean dash event. Is that the specific place they can go to? Mm -hmm. yeah, Absolutely. And we'd love them to come. They're just going to, yeah, we're gonna love them up. So, yeah, <laughs> just, we're gonna love you're them. You're already up. there. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I start having that far away look in my eyes. You know, like I'm somewhere else now. Okay, I left. I love it. I love it. And I know we have a, a gift to give to our audience as well. So thanks for putting that together. It's the five steps to creating your five figure retreat. And y'all can get that at beergps.com forward slash Sherry gift. And that's S-H-E-R-I gift, G-I-F-T. Okay. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. Yay, Chris. I want them to have this. It's a really fun um, ebook and they're going to get some great information in it. And uh, once they get that, they'll, they'll be able to have access to a really fun webinar training if they're really into learning more about retreats that they're going to love. So yeah, they're going to get good, good, good goodies. This is awesome. I love, I love this, like <laughs> this youthful childlike play that just is, is oozing out of you, Sherry. It's awesome. Awesome. And I know anyone who's tuning into this right now, connect with this powerhouse. She's up to big, big things. And you definitely want to get to this uh, vortex thank event you. in the Caribbean. Uh, it's it's going to blow your mind. And Sherry, thank you so much for, for being here and sharing your love Thanks. and your, your journey, your experience, this, this, this whole life creation that you've designed and helping other people with that too it's it's so beautiful so thank you thanks chris i appreciate being here i don't know how you do this 12 hour thing but god bless you is all <laughs> i can say honey god bless you you're fabulous and you. i'm so glad we connected thanks thank for all you do thank you and i'm sure we're, we have a lot more uh, magic that we're going to be creating together in this in this journey i'm sure thank you, thank you. have a great day soon. chris bye from the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. 
Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.